0: I was always really interested, first of all, with nutritionally balanced dishes, but I knew that if I was going to live this healthy lifestyle for the rest of my life, that it had to be tasty.
1: From Women's Health Australia, this is Uninterrupted, a podcast where we share candid chats on all aspects of well-being so that you can live a healthier, more empowered life. I'm Editor-in-Chief Lisa Gabelaghan. If there's one person who knows how to get us excited about food, it's chef, mum, author, and MasterChef alumna, Sarah Todd. From sticking to an incredibly strict and regimented diet during her modeling days, to now embracing a more balanced approach that prioritizes variety and phenomenal flavors, the wonderlust wellness activist knows a thing or two about how to nail nutritional dishes that taste amazing. In this chat with our digital editor, Nicolina Illich, Sarah shares her ultimate tips for making healthy food taste great, how anyone can use spices to elevate their cooking, and her go-to dishes for the holiday season.
2: Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast.
0: Hi, I'm so happy to be here.
2: I really wanted to pick your brain today about Healthy eating, but more specifically, how to make it taste really good because now is that time where we're going into the holiday season. And I know for me, at least, it gets a bit crazy diet wise. So I want to kind of rein it in. And I'm sure a lot of other people are of the same thought. I kind of wanted to start a bit from the beginning and talk to you about becoming a chef. I mean, you've been a chef for how long now? Is it a
0: decade? (laughs) it feels so strange I have not actually thought about it so I don't know if you know my history but I I used to be a model and there was a point back in 2013 that I decided to make the switch. And that's when I enrolled in Le Cordon Bleu and, you know, did the whole French side of things. So it's, yeah, it's um, approaching 10 years next year. So a month away. Oh, congrats. That's amazing. You've made me think about it now. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what first sparked your interest in cooking?
0: I think for me, it really does go all the way back to, I guess, those modeling days when I was always really interested First of all, with nutritionally balanced dishes, but I knew that if I was going to live this healthy lifestyle for the rest of my life, that it had to be tasty. Food is just one of the greatest joys we eat so frequently. And I think there really is a lot of studies that shows if you're really enjoying your food, it really does change the way your mind works. And it really does bring you joy and, and happiness. So for me, it's always been really important to make food tasty.
2: Yeah. And I guess that's super important. Now you have a son too. So I think children specifically want to have tasty food.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing with children specifically is, or or my son anyway, they really do go through phases throughout their childhood. And there's points when Phoenix will absolutely love things like really whole, you know, spicy dishes in terms of not necessarily chili, but a lot of flavor going on in the dishes. And then he goes through a phase where he's really pared back and he wants a little bit more simple flavors. But I think it's, it's just finding those ways to make a dish tasty. And we all know what tasty food is. It doesn't matter if you're a trained chef or a home cook or barely cook at all, you know what tastes good. So I think it's just finding these little tips and tricks that can really make a dish taste amazing and just kind of bring it to life.
2: And now I guess when it comes to healthy eating, what are some of the building blocks, or I guess, produce and ingredients you like to always have at home?
0: Yeah, so I guess over the last probably eight years, I've been spending a lot of time in India and especially in Goa. And I really started to delve into the Ayurvedic practices. And for a dish to be nutritionally balanced, they always look for a dish having something sour, something salty, something bitter, something spicy, something astringent, and also something sweet. So For me, it sounds like a lot to put in one dish, but, you know, just finding that balance and it can be through really simple techniques. And, you know, I I like to have a really well-stocked bunch of pickles and chutneys in my fridge. and, And these can be really as simple as, you know, julienne carrots that have been pickled that you make yourself just with a simple vinegar and pop that in the fridge. And it's fresh, it's crunchy, you know, it's got that acidity to it as well. Don't be afraid of using salt as well. So adding in a good um you know quality salt to your dish brings it to life, adding you know some fruits and and different ways to really bring in all these different flavors and I have a very good stocked uh spice cabinet as well, and I really like to have spice blends made up that you know you can use these in so many different dishes, like if you're having grilled fish, you can throw on some of this spice mix that just really adds so many nutrients as well as antioxidants. And it just really gives it a really beautiful flavor. And the same spice blend can be used on cauliflower roasted in the oven. So there's so many ways you can really add a lot of flavor to your dishes without it being too complicated, really.
2: Yeah, for sure. I love that idea of having something sour, sweet and salty. It's a good way to kind of break it down and know how to approach it. I guess, having a yummy dish. But I think specifically when we look at spices, some people are a little bit overwhelmed. I know I am because I go to the spice section in Williams or Coles and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I pick? So what is like, what are some basic ones that are good to start off with?
0: So I think basic ones to start with, I love using like just a really simple base of, you know, like a fish curry is something that I would make quite frequently. Just some mustard seeds, some curry leaves, a little bit of turmeric, a little bit of chili. And that's a beautiful base for a really beautiful fish curry, bit of coconut milk. And, you know, I think that when we look at these recipes that have a lot of spices on the recipe, people get intimidated because it looks like you know, 15, 20 ingredients, but really it's all getting thrown into one pot and it's actually such a simple way of cooking at home. And I think for me also it's making up those spice blends and having them ready so that you... I asked chef friends of mine in India do they roast and blend all of their spice mixes every single time they cook and they're like no you know we make up big batches and we keep it for a week or two weeks and it stays fresh for that time so it's just about doing a bit of that meal prep when you're you know making your kind of healthy dishes for the week then you can make up a little spice blend that's really going to bring these to life as well and and I also, you know, I love actually adding in the, the Wonderlust products as well. There's some turmeric that they have. And this is just a really beautiful way to, you know, add it to your dishes as well, where you're just injecting in that little bit of extra nutrients into your dishes without too much work. So there's a couple of their products that are really great, which is the Wonderlust ginger. Wonderless turmeric; those ones can go into more savoury dishes, and it's just a yeah, it's a really easy step to kind of inject those nutrients into your dishes.
2: Yeah, for sure. And for the spice blends, do you have like a favourite that you love to use?
0: I think my favourite is it's a, a South Indian masala, and I I toast off mustard seeds, and I use turmeric, some Kashmiri chilli because it's a mild chilli; it's not overly spicy. And I also, you know, add in a little bit of cumin in there as well. And then, yeah, just as simple as that, toast all of those ingredients off, blend it into a fine powder, pop it into, you know, a container that is dark and sealed, preferably glass. And that keeps for, for a really long time, which is, which is amazing. Oh, that's a great tip. I've never heard that one before, actually. Yeah, if you keep it away from light and warmth, so don't put your spices near your stove and or your oven put it in a dark cupboard oh my god that's where mine are <laughs> <laughs> i know it is so crazy you know what most houses are built with the spice cupboard above the stove <laughs> if there's one tip i take from today
2: it's gonna be that <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you mentioned meal prep, which is huge when it comes to healthy eating, but also just a time saver, especially when you have a family. Do you have any other time saving tips when it comes to being healthy at home?
0: Yeah, I think for me, it is, you know, making those dishes that the whole family can eat. And I know that for myself and and my son, our palates are a little bit different to, to each other. So, finding those dishes where it works for both of us. And I'm really starting to realize that you can kind of, like I'm a mom and I'm a a chef and you think that my son's going to be just eating everything and and trying all of these dishes, but he definitely goes through phases where he doesn't always, yeah, he doesn't like everything that I'm making, which can be quite uh, frustrating when you spend all of this time prepping a dish at home and then not everyone's going to eat it. So I think it's important to just, push through in the beginning and and experiment with those dishes that everyone does enjoy and make up big batches. I also, you know, if it is a whole chicken, I like to use that for multiple different dishes where I'll take the breasts off and and marinate those in a beautiful spice blend with yogurt and that's a, a grilled chicken option. Then I take all the bones and I use that to make a really beautiful hearty broth and, you know, find ways to kind of utilize our ingredients to the maximum and and just kind of increase that, what you get out of a weekly shop and and make the most of all these ingredients.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of mums would resonate with kids not eating the meals that they've spent hours cooking. So
0: It is so frustrating.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And then I guess now, because it's getting so much nicer and so much warmer, how does your cooking change with the season? So do you have like different ingredients that you love when it gets into the summer season?
0: Yeah, I definitely move more outside and, and I love cooking on the barbecue. And for me, I think... You know, going back to that whole prep is that I really do just buy ingredients in a, a little bit more bulk and pop them in a marinade in the fridge and leave them there for a few days because once you get it into a really beautiful marinade, it does it can sit and soak up all those flavors for two to three days. So I think for me, it is yeah going out onto the barbecue and like I said, something like the chicken marinating that getting it onto the barbecue, making really beautiful, even roast vegetable salads. So a really beautiful one is uh, I roast cauliflower with those beautiful spice, the same spice blend that I uh, mentioned before, and then, you know, make a really beautiful yogurt or raita that goes on the bottom, load it with fresh spinach and and all of these ingredients that, you know, <laughs> I think it's, it's really important to just find those dishes that even if you are eating completely vegetarian dishes, you still want to feel like you have satisfied all of those cravings and feel like you're not missing out on anything. So making sure you're finding, you know, whether it's adding in some roast chickpeas for some protein and just, you know, the creaminess from that yogurt and just finding all those textural elements, you know, adding in some nuts for some crunch. So whenever you're building out a dish at home, just try and really find a way to add in texture, you know, something creamy, something that's got a bit of a bite to it, like the cauliflower, Um, something crunchy like the nuts. So yeah, just really building on textural elements of a dish as well, which that really does make it satisfying.
2: Yeah, for sure. That sounds delicious. Um, And now I guess, of course, you know, it's coming up to Christmas time. So it's the holiday period where, you know, I guess we eat more because we see each other more and we enjoy a bit more. What are your go-to dishes that you love making around Christmas time and how do you kind of try stay (laughs) healthy-ish?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I, it's moving to those really fresh dishes, things like ceviches and, you know, for one that's great for the whole family is the sushi stacks as well. We're adding in, again, lots of those different textural elements going on, but it's still nutritionally balanced. And yeah, just finding dishes that are really fresh for the whole whole family as well. So around Christmas time, making really beautiful seafood platters and making sure you're still adding in all of those, you know, the vegetables and those sides as well to a dish. Something I really love is like a a beautiful Turkish platter where you've got your hummus, you've got your artichokes, you've got, you know, beautiful tabbouleh and, you know, just finding dishes that are still really fresh but have a lot of flavor as well going on. So adding the dolmades to them. That as well. So, you've got that carb element too. So, just um yeah, finding really balanced dishes that are, are, are really fresh as well.
2: Yeah, that's true. And you know what? At, when it gets hot and it's summertime, you do kind of crave those fresher dishes. Yeah. Just because it's so nice and warm. Yeah. And then, I guess my other question was you mentioned before, of course, your career transition from modeling. How has your diet changed since then? Because I'm sure, obviously, being a model, it would have been quite strict. How has it kind of evolved with all the knowledge you have now?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I was definitely very strict before. And now, um, you know, a, a lot of my work is eating. So it's, what a job, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit of an oxymoron, right? Going from a model to now all I do is eat. So for me, it is really about balance and making sure that I do, yeah, find ways in all of my meals to have really nutritious dishes. And even in in my restaurant, I want people to walk out feeling light and and still really really satisfied so i think in all of my aspects of life i do live by the same philosophy and i think it's really important i think that even when we're indulging you can find a way to balance that out and still have a lot of nutrients in there i think for me i definitely don't like to completely restrict anything from my diet i like to you know allow myself to eat whatever i want when i want and i think Uh, I think if you completely cut everything out, you'll be that person, you know, hiding in your bedroom, eating a block of chocolate when no one's watching, you know, I think it's, it's important to find that balance. And yeah, for me, I think it definitely was a lot more strict in my modeling days, but now it's just really finding nutritious dishes and it's still very healthy. Everything has a lot of flavor and yeah, I think it's, um, it's just about finding that balance.
2: Aside from nutrition, do you have any other well-being non-negotiables?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I, I definitely look at well-being as a more holistic approach. And for me, I think that I guess I've lived a very stressful life at times, a lot of travel. And I've also I suffer from anxiety at times and the pressure is always there Being a full time working single mum, I think for me, I had to find ways to really make sure that I was taking care of myself. And I think for a long time, I used to just run on that adrenaline or on that necessity to provide for my son. And then I realized part of that was taking care of myself as well. And now I do take that time to feed my body in terms of exercising in terms of taking time to meditate and I really used to feel guilty about that in the past and I was definitely that complete hustle culture which yes it was great to to get me the success that I have but I don't think it was the healthiest approach to to be living so now I definitely do focus on taking that time for myself and you know I think there was there was a point where I I never even had a massage or anything like that. And I was like, you know what? I need to actually have a massage <laughs>
2: because oh my gosh. I felt
0: guilty having a massage. It's just... Um, How was your first ever ma- massage? <laughs> <laughs> incredible, by the way. <laughs> it's incredible. But honestly, the, like in the beginning, it's hard to actually calm the mind. It's hard to go, you know what? This is good for me. And that I need to take this time and I actually need to stop thinking about work and relaxing and, and have a massage. So that's you know a while ago now but I think for me it's I've been able to go you know what this time is for me to enjoy my life enjoy this moment take care of my myself you know learning to meditate you know doing yoga as well which also was quite difficult in the early days for me as well because you do have to calm your mind you have to slow down you have to yes, yeah, stop thinking about all the things you have to do with work. And so for me, I do a little bit of all of this. And I find that I, when I was starting on my wellness journey, that was a more holistic approach. I often threw myself into one thing and obsessed over that and then got sick of it. So now I realize that the best approach for me is to do a little bit of everything, keep it balanced, you know, don't overexert on yoga, don't overexert on exercise or nutrition. It's just finding that happy balance and finding ways to to sleep as well. And I've really been using Wanderlust products for quite a long time now. And in the past, I've really struggled with sleep. And there's a really beautiful product called Valerian, which I use in the evening and create my kind of wind down time before bed and and stopping using my phone, you know, used to use my phone in bed before going to sleep and just could not stop my mind from thinking about work or whatever else is going on. So I think just creating those routines of winding down in the nights and they've all really helped me to really balance my whole lifestyle now. And it's reduced my anxiety levels. It's really helped with a lot of different things. So it's really a holistic, you know, way forward for me.
2: For sure. And you know what's so interesting? Our last cover star, Tia Claire Toomey, who's the strongest woman on earth, I guess. She actually had a really similar and interesting concept in that when she approached sport, as you mentioned, with like, you know, meditation and yoga, she just wanted to be kind of good at everything rather than really good at one thing. Yes. And I thought that was such an interesting way to think about it, because it is really nice to try different things. And as you try different things, you kind of learn what suits you. And how much of it suits you? Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely an awesome approach.
0: Yeah. You're not putting so much pressure on yourself to be the best. And I mean, she's the strongest woman in the world. (laughs) So it's like, I, I guess my whole life, I've always been a person that liked learning new things. I would sign myself up for a photography course or, you know, all these different things, a makeup course or whatever it is, something just to be learning all the time. And I realized over the last kind of 18 months, I haven't been doing so much learning So I've just started moving into that side again, where I'm just like, okay, I'm really interested in this. I don't want to be a professional at this, but I want to delve into it and, you know, start learning again. So I've just signed up for soccer.
2: (laughs) Oh, good on you. You know what? I was just speaking to someone about women over 30 doing group sports and how beneficial it is. So that's so
1: good to hear.
0: Yeah, honestly, and it's just the best. It's like, I think why do we stop these group sports when after school? Because I mean, they bring you so much joy. You don't realize you're exercising, you just have fun. And then I think it really does release a lot of endorphins as well. So for me, it's like, okay, I don't want to be a soccer, professional soccer player, but I have, yeah, started playing soccer. I've done, started doing some golf lessons. So it's just like, I just think that it's really great to just keep learning and not beating yourself up if you're not good at it, because I'm definitely not good at either of these sports. <laughs> but it's, um, it's just fun. And it's just, it really does stop your brain from thinking about anything else. You focus on the task and yeah, it's really, really it's really fun. So I think it's a, a great thing to, yeah, to start doing over 35 now. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And then you mentioned Wanderlust. How do you decide what brands to align with and what excites you about this collaboration in particular?
0: I think for me, uh, in the past, I've definitely struggled and I've been on my own kind of wellness journey trying to figure out what works for me. And I really do want to work with brands that align with my same philosophy and I really do think that the way that Wanderlust approaches wellness is really across the board. And and they focus on all aspects, which really, I think if you want to see results, you really do have to apply it to all pillars and, and move everything forward kind of simultaneously. So I love the fact that there's no nasties added into the products. For some people, I think they can be a little bit daunting because they are liquid herbs. But once you start to play around with them, there's really so many ways you can start to add it into your daily routine, whether it's popping in a little bit of turmeric and ginger into a peppermint tea at night, or if it's adding the collagen into your smoothie in the mornings, it really is a much easier way to to integrate it into your day to day for sure.
2: And I guess to finish up, my last question is what's next for you?
0: For me, I have actually just worked on a all natural range of chili sauces. I'm obsessed with chili. So Yum <laughs> Yeah, so basically from a really mild cashmere tomato sauce all the way up to a quite spicy ghost pepper um chili sauce. So yeah, I mean for me again, like all the things that we've spoken about, I love adding flavor to my dishes and these are all natural it's a easy condiment that you can add and it just you know even if it's just adding a few drops onto your scrambled eggs in the morning or i literally put one of them on most of my <laughs> dishes to be honest so yeah i think it's just been really nice to work on something that yeah from scratch and building that that brand out which has been really cool and then a new television show coming out very soon so you'll have to keep an eye out for that one which is really exciting I can't say too much because it's getting announced any moment, but um, yeah, it's a very exciting show that's it's coming out very soon.
2: Amazing. It sounds like lots of fun things that you're working on.
0: Yeah, thank you. No, it's been amazing.
2: Well, thank you so much for the chat today.
0: I know I took down a whole bunch
2: of tips, so <laughs> hopefully it helps other people too, especially this time of the year, but you've been incredibly insightful and thank you so much for popping on today.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great to chat and uh, go quickly move your spices into a different... <laughs> I'm going right now.
1: <laughs> this episode of Uninterrupted was hosted by Nicolina Illich and produced by me, Lisa Gaby with additional sound editing by Abby Williams. For more from us, pick up a copy of our latest issue with Anna Heinrich on the cover. Find it on newsstands or online via Apple News+. Plus. Visit us at womenshealth.com.au and follow us on Instagram at womenshealthaus. We'll see you next time.